0: Woke up, found my pants, got the noose off my neck, and then got out of there. But hey, what are you going to do, right? Bar Mitzvahs. (laughs) Um, What an intro.
1: What's up? You're tuning into Off The Top Podcast. We thank you so much for 500 listens on all the different platforms and the feedback you've given us. We do ask you to share this one and help us kind of get a little more of an audience or more people can listen so we can kind of do this to a fuller extent or maybe find some reason to invest a little bit more capital into what we're doing. Um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher. There's a huge Stitcher audience out there, which I don't know. So shout out to you guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the love, guys. We're really feeling it. And, you know, the more this goes on, the more passionate we get about this, the more passionate you get about this. And so it's all good. And so the intro seemed kind of random, but It has a little bit of uh, stake in this uh, podcast episode. I'm not going to be talking about a time where I had a noose around my neck and my pants off because that's never happened, mom and dad. (laughs) But at the same time, we're going to be talking about uh, something that's timely around this time of year with Valentine's Day coming up. We're going to be kind of talking about Valentine's Day stories and uh, a Valentine's Day subject podcast.
1: Yeah. Um Valentine's Day is gonna be on I think it's a Wednesday this year. To be honest, I don't like Valentine's Day. Um it just is a odd holiday to spend money. Like I go out and get dinner all the time with my girlfriend and like we go on dates and stuff, so it's not like oh I have to go on Wednesday. I'm just like
0: Maybe I'll see you, maybe I won't. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely <laughs> somebody's been With a significant other for quite some time. Uh, I'm really curious to hear, like, you know, how mundane or stifled you've made your Valentine's (laughs) Day. Because I feel like you're the champion at making something that maybe some people want to make a big deal, not a big deal. Yeah, I'm kind of like the Grinch of uh, Valentine's Day. But with
1: that being said, we're going to just kind of touch. I did some research on some stories from around the world, Reddit, different news articles about odd stories and kind of bounce those off of you then maybe we'll uh interact and see what we would have done in that situation or how we would have uh survived i guess yeah totally let's do it all right so this first one comes from the greatest source on the internet reddit as
0: uh as it loads i found i don't use reddit very often and it's a wild place Dude, you'll find everything in Reddit and nothing at all at the same time. When you're looking, you'll spend hours there and come out with nothing. And sometimes you'll find the most profound thing ever. It's a (laughs) crapshoot.
1: All right, here we go. First story. When I was about 20 or so, I got a date with a girl who I really liked. She was exactly my type and couldn't believe my luck. We met in a local pub for a few drinks and things were great. I was getting all the good signs, we we're holding hands, and an hour of pure bliss went by, and I needed to go to the restroom. After washing my hands, I went to the hand dryer, and it didn't work, and looked like part of the protective grill was hanging from it. I wanted to dry my hands because I wanted more of the hand-holding stuff. In the single most stupidly brain fart moment of my life, I thought, I can fix this. And I put my hand inside the nozzle of the dryer. I... Why? Why did I do this? Obviously, I got buzzed by the electric heating element, so I basically burned his hand, fell back, and cracked my head on the wall. I didn't get knocked out, but needed a few minutes to sort my stuff out before going back. I didn't have the spirit to tell her what had happened. Brain fart number two. I had a banging headache, and I wasn't quite right. Not much later, she made her excuse and left, and turned me down when I asked for a second date. A year later, I found out she had told her friend that she really liked me. But I went to the toilet, and when I came out, I was acting really weird. And she wasn't up for dating someone
0: on drugs. That was my date. Wow. That poor guy. I mean, definitely don't try to be a hero at your local pub and try to fix things, first off. <laughs> um, I'm a germ guy, so I'm not going to be putting my hands at anything like that in the first place. I couldn't imagine. Going on what seems to be a decent date at the time, and making it to
1: you know the restroom for whatever, and going, let me stick my hand in this thing. It's, it only
0: can turn out well, knowing that never turns out that well. Yeah, I mean, there's like he said, he mentioned. I mean, great on him for having the self awareness at least now to know that he two fatal mistakes. Don't put your hand in there, <laughs> and then secondly like let your date know if you're mildly concussed because <laughs> that's a game changer. Yeah.
1: That's what I was going to ask. Like it might be embarrassing to explain what had happened or you can think of a really cool story. Um, but like as the end result, I would have never just like try to brush it over and been like out of, cause you obviously know you're out of it when you're
0: walking back, like out, my head hurts a little, like I have a throbbing headache. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, <laughs> quite the interesting story there. But, uh, I hope that guy rebounds. And if you're listening, uh, you got this next one. Just, you know, keep your hands (laughs) out of the the heater. What do you think about um, dates at
1: pubs? Like a first date at a bar. So I obviously I've never experienced it. I don't know if you've experienced a whole lot of them, but just the atmosphere and kind of the things
0: that can be going on in that area that can affect a date like that. Yeah. Um. So it just depends on what kind of date you want. If it's one that you're trying to get to know somebody and like have good conversation, then you want to be very much more picky about, you know, the pubs you choose compared to like a really busy bar, so to speak. And, you you know, just think about your environment as well. But I think it's totally fine. I've had good experiences at pubs and then also like the worst experiences at pubs. (laughs) I feel like too going into like a a bar or a pub in that
1: scenario is like, I'd hate to be on a first date with someone and see someone I know or like someone you don't really know, but they think they know you like, Oh, what's going on, Jordan? Like, Hey, what, what's up? I'm kind of busy here. Like, that's just a nightmare for me running into acquaintances anywhere. So let alone on a first date would be catastrophically
0: bad. Yeah, well, I mean, it just depends on how you handle it, because it could come off as, oh, this guy like has a lot of friends and is sociable and stuff. But you know, if somebody's trying to socially hard charge you, <laughs> and uh, you're not equipped to deal with it, then yeah, it might end up tough for sure. <laughs> or you could run into the dude who kind of
1: sees you there, and it just comes up. And it's like, hey, man, are you on another date? You're like, oh
0: yikes! I never want to be referred to as like the, This is my date spot. <laughs> You know, if you're hanging around people with that little social awareness, then I would suggest looking elsewhere for friends. Um, and if that's not your friend, then avoid them at all costs. <laughs> but yeah, I've like uh, situations um, similar to that. Like I've had people that I use, I know that are jokesters, and all. Like I've had multiple times in this. <laughs> this is a, So I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about some of my stories and I have a kind of a crazy one if we have time for it, but I've ran into instances where there's this one guy that I know that I used to hang out with a lot, haven't seen him for a little bit, but the one thing that he always used to do is, uh, he gave me the nickname, the hammer, and (laughs) I'll let you guys use your imagination for why, um, maybe I dabble in construction, (laughs) who knows, but Anyway, so I was on a date one time, and I see him, and I instantly think, "Oh, he's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna do it." So I get up and rush towards him, so to like kind of like you know assage yeah. and like you know uh, placate what's about to happen, and um, he he did it anyway, and then I had to just play it off like, "Oh yeah, let's... That's just the so. way he is. <laughs> He's a <laughs> youngster. Yeah, that's tough when you tried to yeah, calm the situation and
1: it still happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. All right. Our next story comes from a female, once again from Reddit. I met up with this guy at a restaurant. Conversation's going well, up until when we order. He then excuses himself and is gone for a seriously long time. I thought he'd just left, and I was considering paying the bill and ditching out, too. Maybe ten minutes later, he walks back in with bloodshot eyes. I thought he went out and smoked, which is a deal-breaker for me, so I knew the rest of the state was pointless. Then, he apologizes for his absence and told me I ordered the same dish as his ex, and he got... (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. I got the same dish as his ex. And he got emotional and went and cried in his car. <laughs> then, closing, seriously, I ordered the chicken Alfredo. Pretty common meal. Needless to say, that was our first and last date.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I, when I first read it, too, I was like, maybe she ordered something super specific. And I was like, okay, I might give you the benefit of the doubt. You still shouldn't be, you know, that Maybe it's recent, but, like...
0: Chicken Alfredo. Who do, Who hasn't eaten Chicken Alfredo in their life? Yeah, and to the point, I try to be empathetic, but how are you gonna have a like a start sobbing over <laughs> some what somebody ordered? Some meat and pasta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't matter what it was. It's a food dish. I don't care. And call me insensitive, but that's just. I don't know. That guy needs to figure it out. Maybe his ex, uh, he's not over her if he's crying over (laughs) her pasta dish that she likes.
1: Interesting choice for him because I'm assuming if it's a first date, most general stereotype is the male picks the restaurant first or maybe alludes to where the woman wants to go. But You'd think if he knew that they are going to a restaurant they usually go to or him and his ex had previously gone to and he's still caught up in that moment that You wouldn't go there. Maybe go get a burger or uh, like some seafood or sushi or something. But like knowing that you're going to a this restaurant and that that's on the menu and that's where you guys used to eat. Like you better be prepared for what's going to happen. Like not going out to your car for 20 minutes or 10 minutes and sobbing uncontrollably.
0: Yeah. And let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say that he didn't go to him, his and his ex's. Go to restaurant, and he went to Olive Garden or something, or you know somewhere random, and he's still tearing up over the word chicken Alfredo. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I'm sorry, but yeah, have the foresight, know your weakness, and go out for Mexican food, or like you said, do something else, man, because that's you got to figure that one out. So
1: if you're on the other side of the tape, the table, right? Say you're the female in the situation, and you just get bailed on like that. And then you're just like, all right, I'm I'm going to go. any, you know, your date comes back and explains to you that they were uncontrollably crying in the car. And it's about an ex. What is your initial response or like, do you
0: finish your dish
1: or are you this polite? What is going on?
0: Well, I mean, there's there's multiple things that run through my head at that point. One is. Wow, that's... (laughs) I first try to find words to not make me sound like... Well, first off, try to find words that doesn't make me sound like I'm laughing out of that scenario. And I am i don't think I'm insensitive, but that just seemed like something where, you know, you're waiting for 30 minutes or a really long time. And then they come back and say they're crying over their ex. That just seems a little funny on a date. But... Then I'm kind of honestly my honestly my interest is peaked or curiosity is peaked over what kind of woman or a person um, makes has such an impact on someone's life where they can't even look at a meal. <laughs> Chicken the <same> Alfredo, way. <laughs> the same. Yeah, exactly.
1: I agree. I don't know. Maybe at a certain point I'd just be upset, and yeah, my interest would be kind of peaked also. But I think it would go from a, a quote unquote date to just a casual conversation, like. You know, this might not be working out, but I'm definitely here
0: to hear the story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it would be, I would guide the the story. I mean, it's not a date like you said anymore. It's kind of like you're over it. Um, they're crying. So you got to either get yourself out of that situation as fast as possible or figure out what kind of person his ex was. So I wonder if he now goes out and
1: avoids places that serve chicken Alfredo or if he's over it or if it's just a strict
0: rule. No chicken Alfredo. Well, I personally, if I was prescribing this guy something, I would do an exposure therapy diet. He eats chicken <laughs> Alfredo three times a day for two weeks. <laughs> and then he comes back to me and says, I'm cured, Jordan. <laughs> Dr. Dr. J. Yeah. All right.
1: This one is from just a blog. I had a casual first date with a guy at my apartment. We watched a movie that he, that he had seen before, and Frank and drank a bottle of wine and chatted. Toward the end of the movie, there's a little blood and a death attempt. And the guy walked into my kitchen, pretended to get a glass of water, and dropped to the ground and started seizing. It was terrifying. I ran over and kept saying his name, and after a few seconds I was about to call nine one one when he woke up, realized what happened, and just said, Damn it. Apparently the sight of blood gets really gets to him, and this was not the first time this had happened. I think the thing you have to think about in this line is we watched a movie that he had he, seen before. before. <laughs> I don't know I don't know why that it shouldn't be funny to me. But the fact that he had seen it before, knew what was happening, knew when he sees a lot of blood out his trouble. And just to wake up after like a seizure and just go, damn it. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing there.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not your strengths and weaknesses, people. That's just, come on. There's no there's
1: no follow-up if they're still dating or if it went well or didn't go well. Like, it doesn't seem like a terrible, it seems like a little more tame, but it just seems like if you're on a date and that happened, that would be kind of terrifying. Um, but it would also be disappointing when the explanation is, oh yeah, when I see a lot of blood, this is what happens. But I chose the movie, so it's cool.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't think there's any shame in letting like, let's say I'm that guy in the scenario and I'm like, you know, watch a movie with this girl. I would let I'd be honest. I'd be like, yeah, so uh, I'm kind of squeamish around blood. I know that sounds silly, but I'm just like, that's just the way it is. And so let's watch like up or, you know, (laughs) something that for sure doesn't have blood and something that I for sure know. (laughs) If I know it has blood Then there's no reason for me to watch it But you know (laughs) Wow maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt Maybe he got over his Like you know uh, Phobia of blood and then He thought, okay, I got it, and then watched it, couldn't handle it, and that happened. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know.
1: I'm curious to, like, she says he went to go, like, she thought he was going to get water. I don't know if he knew it was happening, and it's like his escape was to the kitchen, and maybe, like, just to chill there, but you'd figure you'd want to be like, okay, I get, yeah, like, I get a little squeamish, so this might happen, or maybe, like, a little, you know, info, because it'd be equally terrifying if you're her just watching on the couch, and, like, you just, Hear a, a thud to the ground. You're like, uh oh, like probably haven't encountered that situation before, and like, or could you imagine if she would have actually called nine one one and like they would have got there like that? That would have been, I guess,
0: a memorable date on some extent. Uh, that's, I mean, without the the like, you know, medical assistance, that's a memorable date. I would say, and like once again, maybe he was like trying to get some fresh air and didn't want to walk outside or something, so. I'm going to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. Every other one, um, I mean, bad luck and just dumbness as far as the first one. The second one, wow. And this one, I'm going to try to say that, you know, it's not all his fault, but it kind of is.
1: Yeah. Just one of those things in the story that I found of a unique experience that you don't hear, uh, day to day. Yeah. Um. So, in the mid before this last story from me, what are in your terms of Valentine's Day? What are your favorite aspects
0: of Valentine's Day? <laughs> I should have seen that look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I think Valentine's Day is great for you know people that enjoy celebrating it and stuff. I think maybe it's a little um, commoditized, and this is coming from a guy who. When's last time I had a Valentine's? Um, uh, let's not say. But, <laughs> <laughs> but from a guy who's been single for a little bit now, and I uh, like, I think it's perfectly fine and great uh, if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, then you know, figure something out. But um, my favorite aspect of it is showing appreciation for somebody. I would say, but I think that you could do that any day of the year, so it shouldn't be just held to February fourteenth.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit deeper than my appreciation of Valentine's Day. I really like February 15th, also known as National Discount Candy Day. So a uh, quick uh, life tip. If, you know, February 15th rolls around and you're near a grocery store, go there. Maybe two days later, it's a stretch, but you're looking at like 50 to 75% off the greatest chocolates in the world. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Um, So <clears throat> we'll get into this last one, another one from... uh from a blog. <laughs> and I think you'll you'll enjoy this one. Um I've never been big of the whole dating thing. Some something my friends and family have pointed out many a time. That said, this probably stems from an awkward encounter I had at university, which try as I might, I will never forget. When I was nineteen, I went on a date with a French guy I'd met in East London bar days before. But didn't really speak to didn't really speak to all that much he was from paris and my shallow teen heart obviously translated that as an automatically deep intelligent and romantic and therefore great date material just because he's from french or french or he's french he was a musician sure i'd never heard him play anything but his guitar was glued to him and that was good enough for me that wasn't until that was until we actually went on a date to gordon's wine bar And in the height of summer, tons of people outside in the cozy joint. He burst into perhaps the worst rendition of Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor I've ever heard. No warning. And he kept forgetting the words and looking to me like, come on, you know the words. That is the one duet I'll never partake in. See you later.
0: Wow. (laughs) That. Well, people don't judge a book by its cover. That's how that's the basic gist of that one. I don't know like
1: obviously I'm not a teenage girl but like like I could see the appeal of like oh his French accent this this and that oh he's got a guitar like kind of that stereotype and you know like oh maybe this is going to be really cool and then go into this you know wine bar
0: and I couldn't imagine in like she says in the middle of summer with a ton of people around having to endure that yeah that's extraordinarily embarrassing I can imagine and um that's something that I I probably would say like hey like wow that's really great let's go on a walk like let's get away from people that might know me <laughs> I couldn't imagine the uh,
1: the mojo it takes to get up to a stage surrounded by people perform a karaoke song and not know the words and then to think your date is going to sing along with you
0: by you simply going come on you know the words. You know it. <laughs> it's not even a very romantic song, I would say. Arctic Monkeys yeah. doesn't have any of those. Especially, I Bet You Look Good on the dance floor at a wine bar. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I don't know. I've seen some great karaoke performances in my lifetime. And I can tell that just wasn't magical. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he thought, maybe he's just one of those dudes who sings in the car with the music full up and thinks he's great. And then when time comes around, he just
0: you know got a little nervous. Or he's just bad. Yeah. And the thing that I got to think about is like, obviously he didn't consider what he had to lose in that scenario, but really, what did he have to gain? (laughs) What what was the best case scenario right there? Yeah. Yeah. I think karaoke too is exactly. So there's a one point of like,
1: if you're really good at karaoke and you claim to be a musician, there's kind of an imbalance there. Like if you have a guitar and you claim to be a musician, you probably shouldn't need karaoke or like. You should be able to do it yourself. But if you're really bad at karaoke or just don't know the words, it's also can be comical if done correctly, but can also be a
0: a jab. Yeah. And let's say, I mean, who says that that was actually karaoke? Even more terrifying is what if he was just doing it out of, you know, just at his table, (laughs) the movie scene of him getting up and starting to sing it to her.
1: Come on. You know, the words. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, so if you have any uh story you like to touch on or anything you think is you know mildly interesting in the dating world or some
0: date do's and don'ts elaborate um so I'll I'll share a story with you guys and I mean there's been a few I'll here's a quick short one and then I'll do a little bit more elaborate I would think more painful one in, for me in the scenario um one day uh I forget the day, but I do believe it was on Valentine's Day, so pretty timely, a couple years back when I was younger. um, And living, well, not a couple years, more than a couple, but I was living with my parents, and I was in high school, and I was waking up, like, getting ready for school, and um, my dad comes out, and he says, yeah, I think somebody TP'd us, and I was like, what the hell? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like, Like, and I started running through the people in my mind, who would TP me. <laughs> and so I go outside, like run outside and like look at the front porch and there's a whole bunch of post-it notes and I, and like I, they're all pink and, and I was really confused. And so I instantly like texted one of my homies and I was, I accused him of it. And he's like, no nah, dude, it wasn't me. And so And there was this like strange stuffed animal too. It was, it was bad and bad taste. It was a monkey with the cupid's arrow on it. And I was like, all right, this is kind of weird. So I ended up starting to pick up these post-it notes, these damn post-it notes before I have to go to school. And like on them says like happy V times day and like, you know, stuff like that, like Valentine's themed things. And I was like, Okay. So somebody did this. And at the time I really wasn't talking to anybody that I remembered or not that I remember, but I wasn't like, I wasn't seeing anybody like I was pretty single at that point. And so anyway, I like go through half the day and then I get this strange text and it's a picture of the actual thing. And it says happy V times day on it from this girl that I saw or like I went out and saw a movie with and left early <laughs> about a month before. And so I was like, what? How did she know where I live first off? And then secondly, the gall. And so like after <laughs> after a long like phrase of things, she basically got in contact with my basketball coach's wife at the time. <laughs> that asked him where I lived and then decided that would be a cool thing to do. And uh, to say the least, um, that was the last time she visited my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's weird on a lot of different
1: levels. That's really odd. I don't know, like, the amount of work that went in there to do that and, like, to find where you live. Like, to find where you live is weird on itself. So, yeah, I would be really uncomfortable. I would have been duck in my
0: head for a little while like yeah and uh, but the good thing was is she didn't go to the school I was going to at the time so I didn't have to worry about running into her at school um but at the same time like dude there was probably at least at least 500 to 800 post-it notes out there so it must have been a multiple man team doing work I would have been asleep.
1: sick i have been so sick are you kidding me yeah, what? what if, this isn't. A, this isn't a little kid's town. This is my house. Like, I don't know who did this. Like, give me some heads
0: up or something. Jeez. Yeah, and, and the shocking part was is that like, um, I truly didn't know who did it until she let me know, which shows that like I we really weren't on that level at all. Like, if it wasn't for that day, she wouldn't have gotten. Maybe she didn't even get a happy Valentine's Day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like equivalent to a blind date just a blind
0: valentine's day present like yep Mm. here you go yep uh who 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 did this what yeah yeah strange stuff um so that that was kind of like a, a a the kiddie level of uh some crazy a crazy date not as much as a valentine's day but um let's see if we can squeeze this in so basically i went on i like went out to a pub uh bar to meet the ad. And so Julian knows the story, so he's <laughs> <laughs> he's waiting with enthusiasm to hear everything. And I'll see given a bridge version. So I went to this bar to get a drink with this girl I haven't met before. Uh so we ended up talking. She was extraordinarily smart and we had a good time as far as uh like talking to each other and we talked about weird and random things, but it was all good. And the the way that we met was through a like a dating app. Um, And also on that dating app, I was swiping through people and I noticed somebody who was pretty interesting that I I matched with. And uh, this girl had a bald head and a tattoo on her head on the back of her neck. And so that's something that you don't see a lot of times. So uh, like, you know, it sticks out to you if you'd see that person. Anyway, this person arrived at the same place and luckily I didn't message this person. So the second I saw them, I was like, is that her? <laughs> and um I went with the game plan of, oh, I didn't know we matched. <laughs> and anyway, so it like, you know, if that person ended up knowing the girl that I was going, like got drinks with and was like talking to. And so she came up and introduced herself and like they talked for a little bit and then um she talked with me and like as a group. And so what happened was she basically like casually, uh, out there that she was on she had like had been drinking and had volume in her system. (laughs) And and so I was, I just looked at her like, Hmm. (laughs) Okay. All right. And, uh, but anyway, like it was just a quick thing. So I wasn't sure if she was being funny or, you know, that was just her being honest. And so I just disregarded it, give her a benefit of the doubt. And so I get invited out with them to go to another bar. And so I say, you know, why not? And at this bar um, and leading up to the bar, the her friend, the bald girl, gets progressively drunker and um, is quite social when she's drinking. And uh, to the point of where it's like, you know, getting weird here. Yeah. And so I'm like trying to talk and get to know this girl, her friends running all around the place. And granted, she's like five, one and like a hundred pounds. So you're talking about a really small girl and I'm, I'm a big guy, like six three, two hundred plus pounds. But she was like flying all over the place and like jumping on me and like, you know, running across the street. And like, I was like, oh. I and I was my my patience was getting short, but the girl, the date that I was on was really cool and like a really nice person. So I didn't want to just leave her with this girl, even though it was her friend. Um, So I like endured the night a little bit more. And so eventually the bar closed. We eventually wrangled her friend and she like found this other couple that was there, this guy with a beard and another girl. Um, I saw them do like a three-way kiss at one point and so yeah is
1: this this is a point I'm like in bed and I get like a quick call and I answer it but it's hung up real quick so I'm like "Uh uh-oh what's going on
0: yeah and uh there's there's a key word that we have um whenever something bad happens and we need to be rescued and I do believe that word uh was used (laughs) in the middle of the day or that night and so anyway uh, short story long. We, it was a fight to get her back to her car. Like this girl's fully drunk. I had to carry her at points to get to her friend's car. Cause she wasn't driving anywhere. She was like t- t- obliterated. And so I drop her off, uh, talk to her friend, her friends, like super apologetic and stuff and saying like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, like this is really bad. Probably won't want to see me after this. And I'm like, no, like just worry about your friend. Um, And I was probably like, ah, she's really cool. Her friend was wild. Maybe I'll give her a second chance. Anyway, I'm walking back to my car. They drive off. And so I get into my car and I start heading down the road. (laughs) I start (laughs) heading down the road. And I happen to see the girl, the date's car, on the side of the road. And I see the passenger side door open. And... I see one person trying to get out of the car (laughs) and the other, the driver holding on to that girl's arm. (laughs) So you can imagine what happened. And I drive past them and I think to myself, I was like, Jordan, you can either turn around and help her or you can wash your hands of this. (laughs) And being the idiot and the good soul I am, I turned around (laughs) (laughs) and helped her. And this is in the dead of winter, I would say. So at that point in the night, um, it was probably 12. And we got a drink at like, I think nine. Um, It was probably around like low forties, high thirties. And so, you know, just a treat to be outside in man. So I turn and like, I, get the girl that's trying to escape and like, we just try to corral her. And so my date's like, all right, so we're going to call one of your relatives or like, you know, your cousins, your brother to get you picked up. Cause this is crazy. And dude, call them at 12. They didn't get there until like probably 45 minutes later. Cause we we're trying to like triangulate where it's at and going on. And so anyway, like, we're out in the in the cold because the girl doesn't want to get inside the car. Um and she like starts spilling and starts like and like, you know, implicably sobbing and like
1: must order chicken alfredo. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Somebody <laughs> ordered chicken alfredo that night. <laughs> and uh so it it happened that she kept on saying like yeah, and he's going to have his own movie and stuff like that. And a drunken like slur. And so I was looking at her weird. And then the date was like, yeah. So what happened was she was dating this guy and they ended up breaking up. And this guy's like kind of famous. Like what she's saying, he has, he's going to get his own movie. Like she's not kidding around. And so I like, it's both looked at them kind of weird. And then they told me the name and uh, this guy is like famous Julian has heard the full story in full detail and he can corroborate the story of this guy being in like big movies and you know, he's a big time actor. And so I'm like, wow. Okay. Um So that's why you're doing this. And still no good reason to, but it adds more context and color to everything. And so she kept on talking about it and she talked about how, that day she walked into Walmart and saw his action figure and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. Uh it it just got it got more and more like, you know, that like he's a big time actor and stuff like that. And I was like trying to put the pieces in my head, like him and her and like cursing all this weird stuff about meeting other people. And so anyway. She ended up getting picked up that night at probably like, you know, I would say around one thirty, and I got to my car. The girl, my, the date was super apologetic, but, um, yeah, I got in my car and I said that that was probably, it will be the most wild like date I will ever have in my life and not in the good way, I would say.
1: Yeah, I remember the the next morning. I see I got a, a decent night's sleep and uh <laughs> I, you know I wake up and we're in, in the living room. Uh, that is the home of the best best podcast in the apartment. And uh he's like Jordan's like, Yeah, you're gonna have to sit down for this one and I was like, Oh, okay, okay and then he told him the story that it's phenomenal. It's like for the area that we live in, like you don't catch something like that. And the the size of this actor is huge. Like I've met this actor before through a place I like I worked, but obviously wasn't huge then. And then Jordan kind of said, and I was like, wait a second. And then things progressed and we saw this not the actor but this other character in jordan's story um the one who had a little too much drink and just different places and different images and this this and that and it's just kind of been a, a really weird thing to kind of have heard from his experience
0: yeah and if i i don't know if i could pull anything out of that experience personally um but like just the, the roller coaster of, you know, surprise and then worry and then regret when I turned around and had to wait just about an hour and some like and a half out in the cold. Uh, it was insane. Um, it, and it works for a good podcast story. So I want to thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys have a great Valentine's Day. Uh just to be safe, avoid that chicken Alfredo. Um Julian, do you have anything to say?
1: Um once again, thank you for the great amount of listens we've accrued. Uh feel free to reach out to us and maybe, you know, we'll do a story or something you're interested in. We might make it a story. But we're on iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, ACAS, Stitcher, all these platforms. So go ahead and follow us on that, share this on Facebook. We'd really appreciate
0: it. Um and what are we, Jordan? Um. Uh, other than being the well, I am now the strongest archaeologist podcaster in the, the hemisphere of the world that I live in, which is the Northwest Hemisphere. Um, but besides that, we're pretty damn good. So yeah. thanks for watching, guys.
1: Cupid's Start favorite listening. podcast out. <laughs>